Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, November 30th, and we start with local news. The Columbia Police Department is trying to identify a male suspect involved in a business burglary located in Nashville Highway over the weekend. A security cam image can be viewed on the Columbia Police Department's Facebook page so that you might help. Any person with additional information that may assist in this or any other investigation is encouraged to contact the Columbia Police Department dispatch 24 hours a day at 931-388-2727. White Shepherd Coffee held their grand opening in Spring Hill yesterday. Our own Delk Kennedy attended their ribbon cutting to learn more about what the business has to offer. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today I'm in Spring Hill, Tennessee at the grand opening and ribbon cutting of the White Shepherd Coffee Company. Their motto is Start Fresh Daily. I'm speaking with Adam Sturgeon, who is the proprietor of White Shepherd Coffee Shop. They've got both a retail establishment here in Spring Hill where you can walk in, have breakfast, have coffee. But they've also got this fabulous trailer, which appears to be a mobile coffee shop. And they're making not only delicious smelling coffee in there, some delicious smelling food is going out. Adam Sturgeon, tell us what White Shepherd Coffee offers. All right, so uh, thanks for coming out today. Uh, so at White Shepherd, we have all organic coffee. We have organic syrup and organic milk. Uh, we just want to be a part of the community. We have, like we said, we drip coffee. We, we do a lot of espresso drinks and specialties. So two of our specials are the White Shepherd and the German Shepherd, and people really seem to love them, so they're really nice, like, frothy drinks. Uh, we offer breakfast sandwiches. We offer different pastries, and we have lunch sandwiches as well. And you can come out and hang out if we're out here off of uh, behind Old Port Royal Road off of Parkfield Loop, and uh, if we're traveling, I'll usually post it on Instagram or Facebook to like, let people know where we're going to be and the times we'll be at. And you can also ask us for uh, different special events around town that we're able to uh, participate in as well. So we're looking at both a retail shop here in Spring Hill where people can come and come in and visit, get coffee, get food. But if you're having a private party or a special event, then White Shepherd Coffee can bring this mobile coffee shop and come to you, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to. Now, I noticed a minute ago, a it looked like a delicious bagel with a hot bagel with ham, cheese, and an egg on it. Is that what I saw? So, yeah, you probably saw our either our egg classic or our 911. So, two of our egg sandwiches that we do on, we have several different bagel options you can choose from, or you can get it on a croissant or even some different pastry style sandwich uh, bread. And uh, yeah, we do it's egg and do bacon and sausage on it. You can actually do ham or turkey if you like. And yeah, it comes out really nice. The 911 is our hot sandwich, so I use a jalapeno cream cheese and some red pepper flakes and kind of spice it up a little bit for you. All right. Now, Adam, for more information, give us your website. So it's whiteshepherdcoffee.com, and it's shepherd, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And you can also find information on our Facebook page, White Shepherd Coffee, or at uh, White Shepherd Coffee on Instagram as well. All right. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for White Shepherd Coffee here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. I've been speaking with Adam Sturgeon, the proprietor. Adam, congratulations. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you. The King's Daughter School and Heritage Bank and Trust ask for your help to make a few Christmas wishes come true for some of the community's children in need. Pick up a wish letter from Santa's mailbox at Columbia and Mount Pleasant Heritage Bank and Trust branches. These letters are from disadvantaged King's Daughter students who will be spending Christmas on campus. 
students have written down their Christmas wishes and letters to Santa. The letters have been delivered to Heritage Bank and Trust and can be picked up now and must be returned by Thursday, December 15th. Santa's mailbox should be easy to spot when you walk into Heritage Bank and Trust lobbies. Each letter contains one Christmas wish item for a student. We are so grateful to Heritage Bank and Trust for their support of our Santa's Mailbox program. Many of our students cannot go home for the holidays, so the contributions of the bank, their customers, and our entire community make their Christmas wishes come true, shared King's Daughter School Executive Director Shauna Pounders. Once gifts are returned, they will be wrapped by King's Daughter's staff members and placed in Santa's bag, ready for delivery on Christmas Eve. The school and bank members thank you ahead of time for helping make Christmas special for each and every child at King's Daughter School. Heritage Bank and Trust has adopted hosting duties this year as a valued partner to King's Daughter School throughout its history. We're thrilled to have the opportunity to be the new host for the local holiday program for King's Daughter School, said Jim Robinson, president and CEO at Heritage Bank and Trust. We are honored to partner with them to continue to support the residents of one of Murray County's best-kept secrets, he said. Sandals mailboxes are located in two Murray County Heritage Bank and Trust lobbies, one located at 217 South James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia, and one at 109 South Main Street in Mount Pleasant. The King's Daughter School is a nonprofit residential school that has provided academic, vocational, and life skills training to students with developmental delays for over 60 years. As Spring Hill's population continues to grow, so does its need to provide citizens with proper emergency services, such as hiring and retaining an adequate staff of firefighters. The Spring Hill Board of Mayor and Aldermen voted this month to approve a federal grant application via the Department of Homeland Security, which, if awarded, would be used to hire additional fire personnel without burdening local taxpayers. City Administrator Pam Kasky said, while this wouldn't exactly solve all of the issues facing the fire department, such as providing higher salaries or purchasing additional vehicles and equipment, this grant would address Spring Hill Fire Department's low staff numbers. Another need is to have sufficient staff in place so that the upcoming fire station number four can be operational by late 2024. It's like we're playing 11-man football with eight people on the field, Kasky said. This is an opportunity to solve some of the problem, not all of them, but some of them, she said. Kasky added that a stipulation of the grant is also aimed at retaining employees and that anyone hired using the funds must remain with the department for at least three years. New Spring Hill Fire Chief Greg Temple added that his department has experienced 323 instances of being short-staffed over the last 90 days, such as not having enough firefighters available to properly respond to emergency calls. The purpose of this grant is to kind of give us a shot in the arm and to give us adequate personnel to meet today's challenges, not the future, but today, Temple said. Temple added that being short-staffed has also prevented Spring Hill Fire Department from achieving an ISO-1 status, which affects things like home and business insurance rates. The department currently retains an ISO-3 rating. By hiring additional staff, the grant will better the chances of Spring Hill achieving an ISO-1. The area in which we receive our biggest deficiency is called department analysis, and that's our response times, station locations, and our staffing, Temple said. This will definitely help us improve that, as well as station number four. We're not far from achieving an ISO-1, which will see insurance savings to our business community, as well as residential, for fire insurance, he said.
The application process will begin in January and will be open for 30 days. Temple said it is uncertain as to when news of grant approvals will be issued, as they tend to be announced periodically between the summer and fall. They award in different grant cycles. We may hear early, such as late spring or early summer, Temple said. The last round of awards were in at the end of September, and so it can be any time. The item was ultimately approved unanimously by the Board of Mayor and Aldermen. Columbia State Community College is pleased to announce alum Elizabeth Crutcher will deliver the commencement address to the graduating class during the fall 2022 commencement ceremonies that will take place on December 10th at 9 a.m. Crutcher is the operational coordinator for Solvay Manufacturing Site in Mount Pleasant, where she supports the team in various capacities, such as assisting with human resources, safety, communications, and employee engagement. Crutcher was born in Franklin, but also lived in Pontiac, Michigan, and Nashville before her family made Columbia their home. She then attended Columbia Central High School, graduating in 1975. She graduated Columbia State Community College in 1977 with an Associate of Science degree in Secretarial Science, receiving both the Business and English Awards. She graduated summa cum laude from Bethel University in 2007 with a Bachelor of Science degree in Management and Organizational Development. Crutcher is married to her husband Samuel and has two daughters, two granddaughters, and two grandsons. She has a passion for volunteering for several associations, including the Red Cross, Boy Scouts, and Duck River Society for Human Resource Management. She is currently involved with the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee as a Girl Scout leader and trainer. She is also involved with the Boys and Girls Club of South Central Tennessee on the Board of Directors, the Middle Tennessee Society for Human Resource Management as meeting host, and the Columbia State Foundation as on the board of directors. Her favorite pastimes are walking outdoors and spending time with friends and family. The commencement ceremony will take place in the Webster Athletic Center on the Columbia campus. The commencement ceremony will be streamed live for remote viewing. The ceremony can be viewed at www.columbiastate.edu forward slash graduation. For the safety of students, faculty, staff, and guests, security personnel will conduct a speedy inspection of all bags, purses, and containers. The following items will not be allowed inside the or outside during the commencement ceremonies. Weapons, alcohol, laser pointers, lawn chairs, drones, glass containers, or any other items deemed unacceptable by Columbia State security or staff. For a full list of prohibited items, parking, special seating information, or further details regarding commencement, please visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash graduation. Guests should plan to arrive early as seating is limited. Overflow seating will be available in the Ledbetter Auditorium in the Frank G. Clement Building. The Webster Athletic Center and the Frank G. Clement Building are on the Columbia campus located at 1665 Hampshire Pike. The Murray County Commission approved last week a resolution that strives to secure more funding to support exponential county growth. Commissioners approved an amendment to the County Powers Relief Act that would generate more county revenue or a tax up to $3 per square foot on new residential development. The commission is vying for the authority to impose the tax based on the square footage of residential developments to create revenue to support needed infrastructure growth. State approval would be required before the fee could be implemented. We're growing so fast, we can't fund all of our growth, County Commission Vice Chairman Ray Jeter said. We need to build schools and roads for the new people who are moving into the county. We need a fee that is earmarked for infrastructure, he said. 
Jeter also said he believes it's not fair for the burden of growth, such as road improvements and new schools, to fall solely on taxpayers through property tax increases. Some Murray County leaders say if the building impact fee is passed in the state legislature, it could stave off future county property tax increases. The commission approved a countywide property tax increase of 31 cents last fiscal year, bringing the current rate to $1.91. In an effort to thwart another tax increase, Murray County Mayor Sheila Budd and the commission are aggressively seeking the implementation of the building impact fee after a similar bill sponsored by Representative Scott Sapicki failed in the House last legislative session. Representative Sapicki and Senator Joey Hensley have vowed to sponsor the bill once more in the next General Assembly. Mayor Butt said other high-growth counties are also interested in joining Murray County and supporting the resolution. Murray County is going to do everything in its power to take the lead to get this passed, said Mayor Butt, who has been pushing for the fee since her campaign for mayor. The resolution states that counties that are in high-growth areas, especially in certain parts of Tennessee, are at a disadvantage, and the cost of growth are being placed upon individual taxpayers rather than the development paying its fair share of the increased costs. Cities in the state of Tennessee are allowed to collect funds from developers that are related to growth and are allowed to have additional impact fees, but counties have been limited from doing so, the resolution states. Murray County is the fastest-growing county in Tennessee. The city of Spring Hill will host its Christmas Parade 2022 on Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 5 p.m. Spring Hill residents are encouraged to get out their tinsel, leg warmers, and all the neon they can find as this year's parade theme is the 1980s. Parade invitees can go back to the future with the Kiwanis Club of Spring Hill. We may not be able to get up to 88 miles per hour, but we'll time travel nonetheless, parade organizers said via social media. The Mount Pleasant city of Mount Pleasant will hold its annual Christmas parade on Monday, December 5th, beginning at 6.30 p.m. Local students will be helping the Emmy-nominated Nashville Ballet perform their annual production of Nashville's Nutcracker this December. Running at TPAC December 9th through the 24th, this beloved holiday event allows aspiring artists from the School of Nashville Ballet, Rejoice School of Ballet, and the Hispanic Family Foundation the opportunity to perform alongside Nashville Ballet's professional company of dancers. For many of these young dancers, participating in Nashville's Nutcracker has been a lifelong dream, shared School Administrative Director Sarah Day. It's often one of the first ballets young dancers can recall seeing and connecting to. Allowing them to participate in our youth cast not only gives them the unique opportunity to learn and interact with professional dancers and rehearsal directors, but it teaches them that, with hard work, determination, and discipline, they can do anything they set their mind to, she said. An experience exclusive to School of Nashville Ballet students and community partners at Rejoice School of Ballet and the Hispanic Family Foundation, the youth cast for Nashville's Nutcracker gives over 100 young dancers the chance to learn directly from Nashville Ballet Company dancers on stage. After participating in auditions, each student is hand-selected for their role by a Nashville Ballet rehearsal director and spends eight weeks rehearsing in the studio with ballet professionals in preparation for the final performances. Nashville's Nutcracker will be live at TPAC December 9th through the 24th. Tickets start at $35 and can be purchased at NashvilleBallet.com. This year's youth cast includes two Murray County students, Noah Carter, who plays Party Boy, and Elaney Lopez, who will play Frontier Soldier. 
The Murray County Association for the Preservation of Tennessee Antiquities, or APTA, recently released its lineup for the annual Murray Christmas Historic Home Tour. The tour, which is held over two days, is set for December 2nd and 3rd and will feature 10 historic sites across Murray County. Among the tour sites are three historic churches, three private residences, and a museum. The other three sites are the President James K. Polk Home, Historic Elm Springs, and the Athenaeum Rectory, all of Columbia. To tour just the three before-mentioned sites would cost over $30. During the special weekend, however, a ticket to tour all 10 sites costs just $25. The annual home tour is a Murray County tradition dating back to the 1950s. Proceeds of the tour benefit the ongoing restoration and operations of the Athenaeum Rectory, built in 1835. Tickets are available at Elm Springs, the Murray County Visitor Center, and tour headquarters at the Athenaeum. For more information, please visit www.murraychristmas.org or call 931-797-3316. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Stephen Allen Brigat, 68, of Cullioca, passed away unexpectedly Sunday, November 27th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Brigat will be conducted on Wednesday, November 30th at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Friendship Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 12 noon until 2 p.m. at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we'll have partly cloudy skies today with a high of 46 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear to partly cloudy skies and a low of 23. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Here we go. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Chris Dowdy from Tennessee Children's Home. We are overwhelmed by the support through our move to our new Spring Hill campus. We are excited about the new opportunities that these buildings will provide us to serve at-risk youth. We ask that you will continue to pray for us and those that we serve. We still need your continued support. Visit our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, to make a donation or learn more about what we're doing to serve at-risk youth in Tennessee. I can go from zero to 60 way too fast. <laughs> Who knew electric vehicle owners were having so much fun? 20 or 30 years ago, I owned a, a gas sports car, and this car is much quicker. It's a great, fun car to drive. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it just goes. They're fun, they're fast, they're efficient. Visit driveelectrictn.org to learn how you can start having fun driving an electric vehicle. Sponsored by the East Tennessee Clean Fuels Coalition, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. A guitar-shaped swimming pool, Civil War hospital barracks, a cemetery with unmarked graves. What do these Nashville landmarks have in common? They're in danger. Historic Nashville Incorporated released its annual Nashville 9, a list of historically significant buildings and landmarks that at risk of decay, demolition, and development. Several landmarks significant to local African-American history were included on the 2022 list. 
Country music hotspots like Music Row's Spence Manor were also named. We tried really hard to cover the entire city this year, historic Nashville president Brian Mansfield said. They aren't spots that you would pass by every day unless you live in those neighborhoods. Mansfield said the annual list, which began in 2009, serves as an awareness tool for the city. The list is compiled through a public nomination process and uncovers rich histories across the city. He said a strong theme of the 2022 list are buildings relevant to both civil war and civil rights history. While the Nashville 9 works to increase the public's awareness of historic buildings, Historic Nashville also uses legally binding easement agreements to incentivize historic preservation. Mansfield said he wants to encourage Nashvillians to get involved in promoting historic preservation in their own way. If you want to do things to preserve the history in Nashville neighborhoods, the real way to do that is to start showing up at zoning appeal board meetings and historic commission meetings, Mansfield said. The people that show up get paid attention to, and you know the developers will always show up. Here's the list of 2022 Nashville 9. Fisk Little Theater, located at 998 Dr. D.B. Todd Boulevard on Fisk University's campus. The small wood-framed building was originally built as hospital barracks during the Civil War. According to Historic Nashville, major repairs to the windows and gutters are needed to preserve the building. The Warner House. This 19th century home can be found at 1016 McClurkin Ave at the center of Lincoln College of Technology. It was the former home of Nashville businessmen Edwin and Percy Warner, known for the parks named in their honor. Most recently, the land was sold to Southern Land Company, a real estate developer that plans to use the land for a mixed-use residential and commercial space. The house will be moved to the corner of Treveca Avenue and McClurkin Avenue. Historic Nashville urges developers to work with preservationists to make sure the house is preserved and highlighted in the new project. Posquiet Cemetery. The informal cemetery on Hobson Road contains burials dating to roughly the mid-19th century to early 20th century. According to Historic Nashville, there are several unmarked graves, many of which are believed to contain the remains of enslaved people. A large mixed-use development threatens the site, with plans to fence it in and alter the historic setting. The Robert Lillard House. The 1940 Queen Anne Cottage at 1026 2nd Ave South was the home and office of African-American attorney and civil rights leader Robert Emmett Lillard. Though some of the churches and most of the university buildings where Nashville's civil rights movement was incubated are still around, many of the office buildings and residences associated with the people and events of the movement are long since destroyed, according to the Nashville 9 list. This is one of the last of those important spaces, and it should be preserved. Spence Manor. The Spence Manor Motor Hotel at 11 Music Square East was frequented by stars who visited Nashville to record music. The guitar-shaped pool on the property was built by Webb Pierce. The building is now a residential property. The Nashville Christian Institute Gymnasium was a Church of Christ-run K-12 school, opened in 1940. It's located at 2420 Batavia Street. The gymnasium is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is the last remaining vestige of the former Institute campus. The gym is currently up for sale and in danger of being torn down. As a longtime center of the Scots Hollow community in Hermitage, the Scots Chapel AME Church proper property historically served many purposes. After integration, the one-room schoolhouse was moved and attached to the church at its fellowship hall. The building, located at 511 Tulip Grove Road, is in need of major repairs. Among the remaining ones includes Fontanelle, country star Barbara Mandrell's former home and surrounding 221 acres that are for sale, including the inn, houses, distillery, and amphitheater space. The complex is located at 4225 Whites Creek Pike. Multiple plans were in place to add to the property, first in 2016 and again in 2019, but the land is now being divided up and auctioned off.
Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The hit musical Six by Tony Award winners Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss will make its Nashville premiere at Tennessee Performing Arts Center's Jackson Hall on February 21st through the 26th. The Tony Award winning musical features Jerry Ann Perez as Catherine of Aragon, Zan Barub as Anne Boleyn, Amina Fay as Jane Seymour, Tarika Marie as Anna of Cleves, Alina Moyagosha as Catherine Howard, and Sydney Para as Catherine Parr. Six was has won 23 awards in the 2021-2022 Broadway season, including the Tony Award for Best Original Score and the Outer Critics Circle Award for Best Musical. For more information, visit sixthemusical.com and follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tickets can also be purchased online at tpac.org. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.